0: Greetings and good day. I pray that this has found you in good health and uplifted spirits. If not, must I remind you that God is still God and remains the ruler of the universe and more specifically, the ruler of your life. So be encouraged. He still desires good things for his children. And I'm here to tell you, whatever you stand in need of, he will provide as well as remove that which is not good for you. For the past couple weeks, we've talked about God loves and cares for you how God will move mountains for his children. Today, if you don't mind, I want to talk to you from the thought of God will remove people from his children. And our main scripture comes from Exodus thirty-two, twenty-five through 29. And it reads as follows. Moses saw that the people were running wild and that Aaron had let them get out of control. And so becoming a laughingstock to their enemies. So he stood at the entrance to the camp and said, whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the Levites rallied to him. Then he said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Each man strap a sword to his side, go back and forth through the camp, from one end to the other end, each killing his brother and friend and neighbor. The Levites did as Moses commanded. And that day about 3,000 people died. Then Moses said, You have been set apart to the Lord today, for you were against your own sons, brothers, Neighbors, and he has blessed you today. Let the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word. Additional scriptures can be found in 2 Corinthians 6 and 14 through 7 and 1. In the scriptural passage, we see what's happening. After God had parted the Red Sea for his children, saved them from slavery and Pharaoh, we find Moses now on the mountain speaking to God. And upon his return down from receiving instructions, the Ten Commandments from God, He finds the people disrespecting God by having made a golden calf, an idol, and running around while drinking and being foolish. Moses, the leader, has a situation at hand. As the leader of God's people, he has placed Moses in a position to make a decision that might not be popular with everyone. Has God ever placed you in a position to make a decision that others may not like? This is the place that Moses finds himself in. So let's see how Moses handles it. Moses then asked the people to make a choice, a choice that would change many of their lives forever. In verse 26, whoever is for the Lord, come to me. The choice that Moses placed in front of the people was simple. Choose God or choose against God. Whoever is for God, stand for God and come to him. And whoever is not for him, continue your behavior. The Israelites were at a crossroads in their relationship, their fellowship, their worship, and their fellowship of God. Do you know there will also come a point in your lives and on your personal Christian journey that you too will come to a crossroads and will have to make a choice in your relationship, your fellowship, worship, and fellowship of God? You will have to decide whether to choose God or choose something or someone else. More specifically, You may have to decide between God and your relationship with others who are not following, seeking, obeying, or they may just be someone that God needs out of your life. In the text, some of the Israelites in the text had clearly chosen their other relationships above their relationship with God. We see those who had chosen God separate themselves from the ones who had chosen their relationship with idol gods and other people in a good time. As a believer, there's a time that's coming for you, too. You will have to make a clear choice to separate yourself and heed to your calling from God and understand the choice you make will come with consequences and repercussions. But, you know, the great thing about God is this, that your fate or your choices are in your own hands and understand when God places a choice in front of you, it's imperative you make the right one. Because it can be the difference between life and death. And as we read the text, there were choices to be made and consequences to be paid based on the choices that were going to be made. And the same reigns true for you and me as well. Consequences will occur based on our decisions. Whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And the Levites rallied to him. Then he said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Each man strap a sword to his side, go back and forth through the camp from one end to the other, killing his brother and friend and neighbor The Levites did as Moses commanded. And that day, 3000 people died. As we see in the verses, the ones who did not choose God were killed by the ones who had chosen God. Now, let me make this perfectly clear. By no stretch of the imagination. Am I suggesting asking or saying in any way that you go out and kill anyone? What is being revealed here is how God was killing relationships between the ones who had chosen him, the believers, and the ones who had chosen against him, non-believers. Understand God was killing relationships. And scripture reminds us, do not be yoked with non-believers. The ones who had chosen against God were the non-believers and the ones who had chosen God were the believers. Scripture also tells us, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Come back to your senses as you ought and stop sinning, for there are some who are ignorant of God. I say this to your shame. That's 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty-three. So God's saying, don't get it twisted. Believers and non-believers don't have anything in common. Bad company corrupts good character. So in the text, we see God was killing relationships. So I ask you today, is God telling you? or attempting to do the same thing in your life. Is he attempting to remove some people out of your life, attempting to kill some relationships as well that you have that aren't productive, leading you astray, have you worshiping idols and participating in destructive behavior? Those type of relationships that are in your life that you won't let go. In the text, God removed by killing relationships with friends, family, brothers, sisters, family members, and neighbors who had exited Egypt with the Israelites. God killed those relationships. Understand this key point. God knows what is hindering, blocking, sidetracking, or stopping you from getting where he's trying to take you, thus stopping you from being used the way God wants to use you. Therefore, he's attempting to remove them from your life. I say this to you. Trust and believe God knows who he wants in your life, who he needs out of your life when he wants them in your life, how he will use them in your life, and the reason they're in your life in the first place. He knows everything, even when we think he doesn't. He does. As Christians, we believe and are taught God is all-knowing. So when it comes to removing people from your life, why is it that some think he doesn't know about that? Because it doesn't suit what they want? All-knowing means about all things, not just the things we want him to know about, and him not knowing when it doesn't fit our narrative or our wants. Know this, God will tell you who to keep in your life and who to remove from it. And at times, if we're unwilling to remove them, guess what? He will, but he does it for a reason. Because the devil sometimes uses our friends, family, and the ones closest to us to hinder us. And he removes them because of his love for you and the calling he has for and on you. But he will also allow them to remain in your life if you are unwilling to be obedient because one has to suffer the consequences for the disobedience. Again, no God knows who he needs you around as well as whom he needs to remove from around you. He removed the unbelievers at the mountain because he knew they would be problematic to the others who believed. And he's attempting to do the same in your life as we speak. Be mindful. He doesn't remove people from your life to punish you. But quite the opposite. Most of the time when we refuse to allow him to remove people, we end up punishing ourselves through and because of those same friendships or relationships with those same people or persons. God was trying to remove holding on to what God is trying to remove will bring about hardship, heartache and headache. Although allowing God to remove them might initially bring tears and pain in a little while, it will bring peace, rest and wholeness in the believer's life. God knows what is best for you. Allow him to be God and Lord over your life as opposed to you trying to be or letting someone or something else be Lord over you. Know if God removes or kills a relationship, let it die. I say don't try to revive something God has purposely killed or removed. He killed it or removed them or it for a reason. They could be your movement stopper, faith killer and the ones keeping you away from God's promises for your life. Remember just as God will move mountains for his children he will also remove people from his children and why you ask again because he loves you enough and he knows your potential purpose his promise and your plight. He designed it specifically and especially for you therefore stop trying to hold on to what God is trying to remove he knows what's best for his children and let me leave you with this thought The ones that chose God in the desert, the obedient ones, the ones who slay the others who didn't choose God, they chose to obey and follow God. Scripture says this, the Levites did as Moses commanded, and that day about 3,000 people died. Then Moses said, you have been set apart to the Lord today, for you were against your own sons, brothers, neighbors, and he has blessed you today. Scripture says God blessed them that day. Remember, these are the same people that took 40 years wandering around the desert on which should have been 11 day hike. So if it took the obedient and the ones who chose God 40 years to get to the promised land with the ones that were disobedient, the ones who were removed in tow of the journey. Can you imagine how much longer it would have taken them to get to the promised land? They may still be wandered around today. The same reigns true for you too. others who God has or is trying to remove can be a hindrance to your progress and growth as well as you getting all God has promised you know this simple fact God brings people in your life for a reason a season and some for a lifetime a reason might be for one message a season might be for three or six months and a lifetime can be throughout your Christian journey I say don't make reason people season people Don't make seasoned people lifetime people. Allow God to place people in your life as he sees fit. But as his child, allow him to remove the ones he needs to as well. Remember, he made you. He knows what he has for you, who he needs you around, and who needs to be around you, as well as who he doesn't want around you. God will remove people from your life because he loves you. So trust him. As always. We hope you enjoyed today's message. We welcome your feedback. And if you were blessed by the message, please feel free to pass our podcast information on to both friends and family. We pray that you have an awesomely blessed day and we thank you again for allowing us to share a word of God with you. To God be the glory. Amen. AAJ Pod, where the passion for Christ meets the purpose of Christ.